This podcast is brought to you by Eisner Award-winning Legend Comics and Coffee in Omaha, Nebraska, and supporting listeners like you. Go to TwoHeadedNerd.com and click donate, or visit Patreon.com backslash TwoHeadedNerd to become a supporter today. Ha-cha! Yes? Ho, ho, ha, ha! Remember me, old chum? Jolly Welcome to the Two Headed Nerd Comic Book Podcast, first and only Facebook talk show. We call it THN Cover to Cover for Saturday, October, or Saturday, November already. Jesus. November 10th. November 10th. Here's how it works. Every Saturday from 1130 to 1230 Central Standard Time, Joey and I are talking all things comics and nerd with you nerds live. You can call us at 402-819-4894, or you can click our Facebook Call Now button. If you can't find the phone number, you can go to twittednerd.com. It's right friggin' there if you want to get in on the action. If you can't call in live, you can always leave us a message or you can send us an mp3 to twittednerd at gmail.com. Before we get started, I like to have Joe set up the question of the week. If you try to call and you can't get through because someone's on the line, leave a message. Yeah. I check the email throughout the entire show. And we'll put it on. Definitely. This week's question comes from Kednerd. The aforementioned. Via the THN forums. So I was thinking a bit in regards to generational characters and superheroes aging. DC has a tradition of legacy characters and Marvel has been catching on recently. However, because mainstream comics can never truly move forward, we'll still return to Barry Allen as The Flash, Peter Parker as Spider-Man, etc. Since this seems to be the way it will always be, getting new versions of the characters only to have the originals come back and have multiple generations of heroes exist side by side... How old should certain heroes tap out at? Like, what's a reasonable status quo age for a given character? What's the maximum age that we'll accept? Bruce Wayne, Peter Parker, how old is Kitty Pride? Right. This is... And what's the oldest you want to read them? Right. And what, like, what's what, and what, who's getting the most ridiculous too? Like, and, and don't tell me Batman. Obviously, Batman is ridiculously old. But we're not, so we're not necessarily asking like, at what age should we say that these characters need to retire? It's like, as readers... When will we stop accepting the fact that Batman has a protege that's 30 years old? (laughs) Or like Peter Parker is eternally 28. Or that Franklin Richards is eternally seven. You know, that goes the other way. So it's not just aging. I would say you could look at the young side, too, and say, yeah, yeah, let's talk about these characters. Age with heroes. It's problematic. I want to get into it. I also want to talk about the new Diego Luna Star Wars that's coming. We learned that he'll be reprising his role from Rogue One in a Disney Plus talk show or talk show. It's a, li- a talk show, a live action Star Wars talk show. I'm like, what it's called Star Wars. Talk? It's called On the Couch with Cassie and Andor. I'm Diego Luna. <laughs> Today on the show, Bosk is here. Yay! <laughs> oh, we got a call coming in already. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who this? Calling from the Marvel Lake House, it's JD Gotta Catch. JD Gotta Catch them all. Up. How are we doing today, brother? D- doing good, doing good. Yeah? Tilt the camera a little bit more towards you. Just a little a little. More, okay, a little more towards me. Sorry, yeah. the uh, our <laughs> Facebook crowd wants to see my beautiful face better. <laughs> Just a moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, can't, we can't see the screen anymore because uh, of... Stupid old, dumb old Facebook Live. Facebook Live won't let us use the, yeah, uh, the, the front-facing camera. camera. Yeah. <laughs> JD, yeah. what do you want to talk about today, other than technical issues with this show and how <laughs> how we should have this down by now? Uh, well, you know, I haven't reported from the lake house for quite a while, so I just thought I'd 
you know, just talk about some stuff that uh, came through the lake house recently Let's, that uh, I've been digging on and liking. So what floated through the barge? What do we got? Uh, most notably, I think the best thing to come through that I don't think people mm-hmm. talked about in real time enough was damnation. Oh yeah. Dr. Strange. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. I liked damnation. It was fun. It was more fun than it should have been because like, yeah, I remember we got pissed cause we we're like, nobody cares about this aftermath of the Captain America secret war or bullshit or whatever. Not yeah. secret war. Secret empire. It? Secret empire bullshit. But they did a really, really good storyline with damnation. Well, and I think, and I think they, it was really cool too, because it was a really neat way of kind of rolling back the clock and taking something really nasty and huge and impactful from secret empire, which was secret the empire. fact secret that empire. He completely erased Las Vegas off the map. Right. And, and, and a way of retconning that in a, in a retconning that in a way that really told a really fun and interesting story for Dr. Strange. And yeah. I think it was very wide reaching and, 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 and forward changing for Dr. Strange, which I think is neat. Cause that character, that, that's a character that needs to evolve in order to keep his own book. Definitely. Definitely. And I thought, you know, I think they've been doing years. a great job. I know you're behind, but from here, mm-hmm. Dr. Strange goes into a really, really cool place where we haven't seen him for a long time. They like take him into outer space and it's been fun. It has been yeah. so Mark much Wade fun. Mark Wade and Jesus uh, Sayers. Yeah. Uh, it's a really great series. And I really yeah. like, like Damnation. Was that, who wrote it? Uh, uh, that was, was Donny Cates. Donny Cates. I think, was it co-written yeah. with Nick Spencer? I feel like it was. Maybe. 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 Uh, I don't know. There were a bunch of tie-ins. Yeah. There were a bunch of tie-in books that, uh, you know, the tie-ins were all really fun too, you know? Uh, the Iron Fist story was really cool because we got Orson Randall back. Yeah. And Fat Cobra. And uh, the, the the biggest status quo change that I don't think anyone's talking about is, and I don't know, maybe now, maybe in real time this has changed, but is Johnny Blaze still king of hell? I don't think it's come up. Yeah. Uh, I think he's, I think that's still the, I think that's still I the status we, quo. We need to decide, uh, basically. I want to talk about Ghost Rider for a minute here. Because I think Ghost okay. Rider is one of the most misused and underused characters in the Marvel Universe. And mm. What are you talking about? Than, Ghost Rider is a member of the Avengers. I mean, yeah, but what are we doing with the character? Who is he? You what just is don't happening like to Ghost Johnny Driver. Blaise? I don't like Ghost Driver at all. I don't. Yeah. I, I well, let's dumb. let's let's take him off the let's take him off the table. Or make him a different character. You know, like he doesn't need to be Ghost Driver. It's dumb. Ghost Rider is fundamentally well, that, a guy well, on that, a motorcycle. That's the thing too. Is I mean, even his origin, he's not one of the Ghost Riders. He's not right. He, it's not Zarathos. Zarathos is not his is not his demon. Right. Yeah. It's a you totally know, separate a thing. Whole different thing. So yeah, I agree with that. Let's take him off the table. I think you're right, though. I think talking about Ghost Rider. Which Johnny Blaze, Johnny Blaze, which I mean, we haven't even had where's Danny catch, right? We haven't seen him in a while, uh, you know. But I thought, I think he's dead, isn't the, he? I think he, I think he died, yeah, yeah, okay. But I mean, but we're ghost, talking about Ghost Rider, yeah, so but, yeah, yeah, we're talking, you know, but you know, that 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 tie in where they had Ghost Rider, uh, in hell with in damnation. There were some really interesting things that explored that, I think, at least explored the past of the character and uses of the character when you had Johnny and the writer right. separated for a bit and working together and talking. And yeah. that was 
it was really insightful. And I think it just really brought some pathos to the character that we didn't have before. And well, it and really it made me also shows the insanity for, of the character. Like Johnny yeah. is a prisoner. This is a curse. He's not a superhero, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. embrace that. And I'm tired of him. Like, Oh now he's the devil. Or, oh, it turns out the devil's down behind it. You know, like fuck all that. I think the best thing they've done with Ghost Rider is cosmic Ghost Rider right now. And that has <laughs> yeah. nothing yeah. to do with And that's about the Punisher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I did, I did like the Wong's gambit, if you will, with yeah. using Johnny to, unseat Mephisto because he could, you know, and that was his plan all along. And I just think it'd be fun to play with that and see him maybe come back from that somehow. Yeah. Uh, Because, you know, Mephisto's going to, you know, get back to it. But, you know, it just made me also realize how much I missed, loved at the time and missed the Midnight Suns. Yes, right. Yeah. The uh, the idea of the Midnight Midnight Suns, yes. I was talking to Midnight Suns recently, and no one talks about my favorite book from the Midnight Suns, which was the Dark Dark Darkstalkers. You love Night Stalkers, Night Stalkers, yeah, Night Stalkers, yeah. It yeah. was Hannibal Blade King. and Hannibal King, yeah. Frank uh, Drake, who drew that? Was that real early Salvador Larocca? I feel like it was one of the Kuberts. Was it like Andy Kubert? Yeah. If only there was a way we could figure this. We'll out. never know. Mm. No, Andy Kubert. <laughs> um. Adam or Andy Kubert drew Spirits of Vengeance, which was the Johnny Blaze yes. Ghost Rider team up. Johnny, ba- yes. Johnny Blaze, Danny Catch. I yeah. loved that Spirits of Vengeance book. Sure. I loved it. They had a crossover. They had a crossover uh, with uh, Venom, I think, or where there was there was a storyline called Spirits of Venom. Uh, that oh was God. that was not part that I loved. <laughs> yeah, but I, like yeah. It, had, it had such a cool cover that I remember it still from. Was there anything? Was there anything more nineties than a Hellfire shotgun? No, You're right, a shotgun. That was perfect. A shotgun that shot Hellfire shells. Yeah, Ron Garney was drawn. Night Stalkers. Ron Garney. It was Ron Garney. Yeah. So oh yeah. That would have been. That would have been. Pre Captain America. Yeah. Name the writer. Yeah. Come on, anybody. Oh, Name you know the writer. What? There's no way I can. Come on, Facebook. You're out there. Howard Mackey. No. Speaking of which, there was some Howard Mackey news this week. Was there? Yeah. And in a news story that nobody cares about. Remember Writer <laughs> X back in the day? Oh, yeah. Everyone everyone thought it was Howard Mackey. It was Howard Mackey. Yeah, yeah. He came out. That's they're like, they're like no. 17 years later, Howard yeah. Mackey admits to be Writer X. He wrote a book that nobody, nobody remembers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but... So who wrote? So I'm who the wrote, only one who likes Night Stalkers. D, DG Chickchester. Oh yeah, he yeah. wrote Daredevil for yeah. a long time. He did. He wrote Night Stalkers. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. I don't remember Night Stalkers being great. I don't. Rem- I only ever read the first issue. Yeah. So I don't. I didn't really have a lot of exposure it. to it. It was too uh, scary you know, for Joe, probably. No, no. I read the yeah. Spirits of Vengeance book. I mean, Hannibal King. I mean, there was some really great stuff with Hannibal King and how he was kind of controlling his blood addiction and all of that. Right. And, so to, uh, to, I mean, there was some ridiculous stuff really Frank Drake running around with. Here's how 90s this book was. I'm just going to read you the name of the characters. Belial, Blade, Frank Drake, Innards, Hannibal King, Innards, Malpractice, Pyre, <laughs> and Rot Rap. <laughs> Those had to be villains, right? Yep. Uh, There's so many and names. Frank Drake Innards. was a descendant of Dra- And Frank Drake was a descendant of Dracula. Yep. It was the whole thing. And he carried... And he carried around an exorcism gun that they called Linda, named after Linda Blair. God, it's so stupid. <laughs> so dumb. But it was stupid in the fun way. Right, right, right. Yeah. In the most 90s, 90s way it possibly yeah. could be. Like, I think, I totally think that there's room in the Marvel Universe for a squad of supernatural. Oh, of course there is. 
I mean, like, uh, and, yeah, and Blade I mean, should be leading it. They need to just bring Blade yeah. back and give Blade a major storyline and have it just be like, and not, I don't need another, like, oh, it's a crossover with vampires are bad. The X-Men are fighting vampires. No, fuck that. Blade has been yeah, doing this whole time, protecting us from Blade, them. And, like, the Avengers putting, ignore it. The X-Men ignore it. This is Blade's job. And I go and I get yeah. these losers, like Hannibal King and whatnot, to help me fight vampires. That's what we need. All well, right. Uh, and gotta, they keep putting Blade in really weird places. I mean, he yeah. showed up in Iron Man. Yeah, it's stupid. All right, we got another call coming in. I mean, he showed, in up, he showed up in Leary Williams' garage. JD, I got to let you go here. I got another call coming in. You're hogging the whole Blade. show. I love you. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Bye, Jeff. <laughs> Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover. Caller, who this? Willie Toots. Willie Toots. Well, now, Willie Toots. Hey, what's up, dude? How are you feeling after your birthday? Do you feel older? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, things are horrible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last week was the Toots birthday show. The, yeah, I know. And Joe said I wasn't invited. That made me laugh so much. Oh my gosh, that was funny. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, no, it's it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Thanks. Uh, what do you want to? Yeah, about no, about? yeah, age. I feel age. Yeah, here's what I want to rap about. Let's rap. Okay, so uh, I really have no skin in the uh, question of the week. Uh, Aside from, you know, they should never change Moonboy's age. Moonboy should stay his totally. age, whatever that is. Yeah. He should Pretty always, soon uh, he'll be a moon man. Moonboy should always be like Chaka yeah. from, you know, Land of yeah, the Lost. Exactly. Yeah. Chaka no yeah. Waka Taka. Uh, okay. <laughs> I wanted to call to talk about some animated shows I've been watching. Yeah. And I don't yeah. know if anybody else watches them and they're super, super rad. Let's get into it. Uh, okay. So on Netflix, did you guys watch uh, Disenchantment? Yeah. I loved it. Disenchanted. Did, Disenchanted, yeah, Disenchanted. yeah, yeah, yeah. The, new Matt, yeah, yeah. the new Matt Groening. It's like the yeah, fantasy yeah, yeah, yeah. Matt Groening story. It started a little slow. Yeah. I watched like the first few episodes. Yep. I was like, eh, this, this is fine. Yep, this is yep. cute. About episode five or six, it got great. I haven't seen it. Yeah, yet. Uh, and I and, and like I re I rewatched it like probably three or four times because my kid gets a kick out of it a little bit. So uh, you rewatch some of these episodes and they're really good. Even yeah. the early ones that are like slow, like. The com- I think the comedy is just really subtle, and you kind of need to like soak it up real good. Well, it's like uh, old okay. school Simpsons comedy is what they're yeah. doing, like that yeah. subtle, yeah, got, like grinning comedy. There's a lot of potential too, so it can. I think it could really, really get going. It got uh, renewed. Okay, then second, second uh, on Netflix. Have you guys watched The Dragon Prince? No. It's you... by the guys that did uh, The Last Airbender. Oh, I heard Avatar. about that. Yeah, the uh, Legends of Aurora oh. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has nothing to do with it's that, right? It's so good. It's its own thing. It's so good. This is, I, it's I'm, its I'm, own story, though. It's not nothing to do with Avatar, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm just blown blown away by it. I, uh, the characters, uh, there's one character, a female character, they introduced about halfway through the show. And once they kicked her in, I was like, this show has got me good now. I am in. The Dragon it's, uh, Prince. It's really cool. I'm checking it out. Yeah. Dragon Prince. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then lastly, you guys have Amazon Prime. Yeah, I do. Okay. And you guys like Miyazaki films? Sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big time. Uh, um, okay. So his animation studio uh, adapted a uh, Norwegian novel called uh, Ronya the Robber's Daughter. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I totally forgot this was a thing. I got super excited they, about it like yeah. a year ago, and I totally forgot it was even coming. Yeah, dude, <laughs> it's it's gorgeous, and like the pacing of the story and the way they tell the story visually, 
I believe they are like visually matching the words, like how she explains like the vast forest and how much time this little girl plays in the forest by herself and what she experiences. It is, it is so charming and gorgeous, man. I, and, and listen, so I need you guys to watch these fucking shows so we can talk about it. I'm into it. All right. I'm, I'm into it. I will watch this fucking I mean, show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm t- I, I just dude. forgot. Amazon prime is like, you forget that there's like a whole bevy of stuff. They there. came back with a second season of the tick or the uh, right. the rest of the first season. And I totally forget yeah. that it is there. And there's like seven shows. Like Ozark is amazing. That show is incredible. Uh, the Patriot, that show is absolutely wonderful. Man in the High Castle. I forget Handmaid's Tale. about all these damn these, like, shows. These are all like hugely acclaimed programs. Okay, Jared, have you watched Castlevania? No, but I heard you guys chatting it up. You got to do it. I've been meaning to watch it. I'll, I'll crank it out next. Oh, I'll, you, I'll get to it. You got to do it. It's so great. You will love it. Cool. Fantastic. Yeah, I'm psyched, man. And on a completely unrelated uh, note, I'm more than willing to take a look at your computer for you. <laughs> so, okay, because yeah, because they they want to charge me hundred bucks. That's so. ridiculous. Oh man, nah, you're we're not spending hundred bucks. I'll help you out. You're look, weird. Got, you're weird. Your weird Scandinavian porn addiction is coming back to bite you in the ass. I know. I know, dude. It is. It's getting to me. All Toots. right. Well, I got the day off. You give me a shot when you're free. All right, brother. Thanks for the call. Always good to talk to you. Later, toots. Yeah, guys. See the phone line is open. You know, I hadn't thought about the age question on that basis where, yes, there are some characters that should never get old. Yeah. That, just, just, that you're just done aging. This is where you are. Right. Like Aunt May, for example. She's like, uh, yeah. she can't get older or she'll, she's, or she'll die. She's reached the, ma- <laughs> she's reached the max. Right. <laughs> I don't talk about hot, young Aunt May. I'm talking about feeble. Marissa oh, Tomei. Peter, I'm worried about you. Have you had your lunch? Yeah, right. <laughs> the uh, Rosemary Harris, uh, Sam Raimi Aunt May. Yeah. Who's, you know, still hot. Whatever. <laughs> oh, uh, look at this. We got a couple answers. Just came in. Yeah. Uh, Harvey Locust uh, hit us up. Is oh, there another nice. one? Yeah. It looks like James Kaplan hit us too. Let's oh, that's right. I'm sorry. We did have one. You James sent Hey, in. guys. James Kaplan here. It's been weeks and weeks that I've been meaning to call in, and I've been busy for one reason or another. But first, I just wanted to wish you a happy 500th anniversary. 500 years Wow. I, know. I don't feel a day over four ninety nine. You guys look great, and you were prescient, really, inventing podcasts centuries ago. Uh, second, um, I don't have an exact answer for the question of the week, but I guess I would say I wish that comics would really just let characters evolve. Like, I had mixed feelings about what Dan Slott did on Spider-Man, but he really evolved the character. He recognized that, hey... Peter's a genius. Let's actually have him successfully develop a business and actually put his brain to good use. But then the inevitable sort of putting all the toys back in the toy box kind of happened and they basically just sort of reset the status quo. And I don't know, I guess as a comics reader, as I'm getting older, I'm changing, my life is changing. Like, I would be okay with the lives of the comic characters changing, and maybe they just sort of age out the characters and move on to new characters. Yes. I would personally be okay with that. The last thing I just wanted to mention as far as things I'm really enjoying, uh, Legends of Tomorrow is just an amazing show. Really? It's fun yes. and ridiculous. I keep and telling you. stupid <laughs> and just absurd in the best possible way, and I sometimes can't believe it exists. Like, it's just that 
absurd it's, it's and wonderful. It's too beautiful for and, this world. You know, with <laughs> funniest, just great, great, charming characters. Um, I also can't believe how much better it's gotten from the first season. Yes. The first season doesn't even make sense. And you watch that oh, no. show, you would have no idea that what it was going to turn into was just something that was so great. Anyway, that's all I got. James, uh, I'm sorry if you hear us laughing during your call. It's because as you were, uh, as we were recording your call, uh, Matt noticed that the camera arm was starting to fall. Our, our moloid cameraman was falling asleep. And uh, Matt had to dive out of the frame to save it. That was amazing. Uh so yes, in case you were wondering, there is zero production value yeah, no, to this uh, show. We don't put any effort None. into this at all. <laughs> um, yeah, James, uh, Legends of Tomorrow, season one of Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, they were like, they were. It's bad. I will admit it fully. They admit it fully. Yeah. Uh, 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 Dominic Purcell, I believe, is his name. The guy that plays Heatwave. He recently was on Instagram and he's like, season one was bullshit. It was terrible uh, because they were trying to make a. a like a serious, genuine, like, let's do this arrow style. You know, we're taking this very seriously. And then they realized, oh man, no, this idea is idiotic. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, hey, all right, we're back. Sorry, we're the worst at this. Uh, so you missed me we're defending Legends worst. of Tomorrow. We're the worst. <laughs> So reset. Or go ahead and reset your Legends of Tomorrow. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow season one is bad, admittedly bad. They admit it uh, because they were trying to take it too seriously, but they realized with season two that it's a ridiculous concept Ugh. with crazy characters, and they totally leaned into the goofy aspects of it. And I, now it is a blast. I just couldn't get over Heatwave and Captain Cold. Like they're great. Sorry, I get a little hot no, under the collar. They're great. <laughs> It's Maybe so you need to cool up. It's like, so ah! campy and wonderful. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's awesome. I love Legends of Tomorrow. I can't believe that it's a real show. Fair enough. It's probably going to get canceled. <laughs> it's not going to upset me if it does. Back to what James was saying about uh, characters growing and changing. I totally agree. Dance lots, Spider Man. Now here's the thing. It sold like crazy, and everybody loved it, but there was a very vocal bitch fest that went on well, yeah, the internet I mean, the whole time. There are there are fans out there. We see it with, like, those comics gate assholes. Right. Like, if you dare to well, change... That's, that's uh, the far extreme. Right, I, I know. I'm just but, talking about... Like, in general as well, if they're not... Obviously, they're not all I'm like I'm just talking that. about complaining nerd, who, who's like, nah, that's There not are fans out there that don't want you to change a hair on their beloved characters' right. heads. Like, Peter Parker should always be in his late teens, living with Aunt May, taking photos older. of Spider-Man. Right. Blah, 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 blah. Um, and to an extent, Marvel believes it because yeah. uh, these characters are cash cows. They are million-dollar IPs. And that's that's a real issue. That's a problem. I mean, because it lies the fact that, like, Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Bruce Wayne is Batman. You know, like, Superman is an exception because he's an alien and he doesn't age the same and we don't have to worry about it, whatever. But when you get into these characters that are supposed to be, like, normal dudes, Matt Murdock as Daredevil. Right. If you put someone else in the Daredevil costume, I don't care. I don't care. You know what I mean? Sure. And, and honestly, like, if you put someone else in, if Batman became a different character, I wouldn't give a shit. My Batman is Bruce Wayne. Well, yeah, but, I mean... And I felt that way too when I was younger, a younger reader, and like I was obsessed with continuity. And when they got things wrong or changed things, I would gripe about it. Well, and I'm not even saying that. I'm saying you can let these characters grow. 
Definitely. Yeah. But I don't know how you replace them. That's the tough part. We've seen, like, we saw Green Lantern, you know, get passed around for a while. It became Kyle Rayner. Um, Alan Scott, you know, wasn't technically a Green Lantern, but he was the Golden Age Green Lantern. And Hal Jordan became the Silver Age one. You know, and we know that, like, Alan Scott got older. He's an older guy. He's still around, maybe. Or I'm, no. Soon they're bringing him back with JSA or whatever, but not yet. But, like, DC was way more comfortable with letting characters age a bit outside of Batman. Well, it all comes from the idea that when comics as we know it were created and these uh, universes started to come together, like when they created Superman and they created Batman and they created the Jay Garrick Flash, like they didn't really have it uh, uh, like universe building in mind. Right. It wasn't until somebody came up with the idea to put these guys together yeah. in a team in All-Star Comics that they were like, oh, they all live in the same world. Right. And they know each other. These characters were never supposed to last. They were written, no, it's true. It's they were true. written for an audience that they assumed would grow out of it, right? And then another crop would come. And so the stories were like, you know, like you like to say, they were evergreen, right? Mm-hmm. Or they were like they were um, consequence free. There right. was there wasn't a lot of like high stakes, you, right? There wasn't like, oh man, uh, Alfred got his arm chopped off, and now his arm's chopped off forever, right? It was a different time. And then when they started to realize I was that, glad when his arm grew back, though. Well, yeah. yeah maybe. Uh, <laughs> when they started to realize that these weren't just silly characters that they were telling silly stories about, that they were franchises. Right. That they could monetize. But also, like, there was characters that they... It, for a while there, Green Arrow got old. He was an older guy. He was older, yeah. Ollie was like... They, people were looking up to him as, like, this guy that had done it for a long time, and he was an older dude, and all of a sudden, they're like, ah, he's a kid again. Ugh, why? Right. There's no reason to do that. You can have an older Ollie, and I like an older Ollie. I like thinking there's this 45 to 48-year-old guy that's still doing this, and it's harder for him. And he's got a family of people that he's training under him. Like when Judd Winnick was writing it. Right, yeah. And you uh and man, it I was forget the girl's wonderful. name. What was the girl's name? But you had Connor and the new speedy yeah. Mia. Mia. Uh, yeah, I, I liked that run. I liked that run of Green Arrow so quite great. a bit. There was a family there, and it gave the character real depth, you know? Yeah. And that's something that we, as much as I, people bitch about Dan Slott, you know, doing whatever he did with Spider-Man, he did take that character on a ride that we have never seen him on, and he grew through it. He became yeah. more, and now they have dialed it back, but not erased it. They've dialed it all it still back. happened, right? Yes, it all still happened. Yes, and and you know, and even though like they did kind of revert him in a way, he still someone's just like hammering on all the different like <laughs> they're just like right. happy, sad, angry, happy. <laughs> uh, I forget what I was saying. Oh, even though they did kind of revert him in a way, he still advanced past where he was. Yes, he's advanced past what everyone. Uh, uh, remembers him as as like young photographer. Right. He's like the science editor at the Daily Bugle. You know, he's got a big boy job. Um, he's still broke. He's still yeah. you know got he's lady got, troubles. Got that Parker Luck. His roommate is a super villain. Yeah. You know, it's all it's a thing. Um, I would I would rather him married and with a yeah. kid. Right. And that's I would like to see Peter Parker dad. I I, I would too. That would fundamentally change that character. All of a sudden, there's a family involved. You know, I mean, and there's no reason why we can't do it. There's no reason. Why. Well, and they're giving it, and that's the thing, right? They're giving it to us in that Renew Your Vows book. Yeah, but which it doesn't is still count. Running. It's, I mean, it well, doesn't. of course it doesn't count. 
you're gonna have you're gonna have that right because it's like uh, Jim said in his his question. These characters are, um, they're iconic. They are IPs now. They're right. not just. They can't just do whatever they want. Right. There's too much at stake for you. They got to deal with shareholders and all that BS. Right. So we're always going to get back to the idea of traditional Peter Parker Spider-Man stories right. or, you know, traditional Batman stories. But there's no reason why you can't have both. And for a while there, they did it. Right. We, we had Peter Parker, you know, growing and changing in different ways in, in one universe. And then sure. we got Ultimate Spider-Man. Like, why not have both? Or just like older stories of him being younger. Set stories in the, you know... Untold like, Tales of Spider-Man. Right. I mean, just do it That there. book was great. And let Amazing Spider... Let Peter Parker grow into a character. Right. You can have your cake and eat it, too, in, in yes. comics. And these publishers are so resistant to the idea. Whereas I like to say, just because somebody gives you a pack of shit don't mean you got to eat it. <laughs> right. You can definitely not. Yeah. That's an old cowboy saying. I mean, I well, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So, I mean, we're kind of getting into our, our answer. It's not... This kind of question doesn't have, like, a definitive... No. Like... It's a discussion. And so, I totally agree with, with Jim, or with James, rather, James Kaplan, where, like, I am happy to see these characters grow and evolve. Yes. And if that means they get older, I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Because I know... As somebody that's read comics for forty years, that someday down the line we're going to get a more traditional version. Absolutely, give it, give them both to us. Give them both to us. Right. I can't relate to Green Arrow at all anymore, I, and it sucks. He's one of my favorite characters. Yeah, but he's got the beard again. I don't care. So what? It's not my Green Arrow. I just did it. I became that guy. My Twitter handle right now is not my map bomb. As a matter of fact. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Harvey Locus left us a message. Uh, he says, be forewarned, I was highly inebriated when I recorded this, and I have no idea what I said. He rolled out of the rack just to send us that warning. <laughs> I appreciate it. Hey, nerds. Uh Whoa! <laughs> Goddamn, Harv. You screaming. Hot on the mic. All right. Uh, Locust here, uh, MP3 in my answer for this week's question, because, frankly, it's like 4.30 a.m. on a Friday night, Saturday morning, and I'm pretty sure I'm not going to be awake in the next whatever 12 six hours that it's going to be before this <laughs> show starts um so i thought i would just go ahead and record this um and answer x ket nerds x x question of the week <laughs> hmm. <laughs> sorry I'm threw himself for a while pure evil <laughs> from uh lucky bucket I think it is. Certified pure um, evil. Good it's stuff. a beer. Lucky bucket. Anyway. Um, it is pretty good. The thing about the X-Men ages in all the ages in all the continuities and everything whatsoever, you really need to break it down to this. Can you really get so hung up on continuity? This is a thing that the X-Men taught me early on in my uh, comic book loving life. You don't need continuity to tell a good story that's true continuity can be uh, a, a really great thing as the x-men have taught us but also stepping away from continuity can also be a good thing so age aging <laughs> however much it sucks <laughs> sorry excuse me <laughs> oh, I think Harvey's heart stopped for a second there. Okay. Um, I think we're back. But 
um, aging characters can be a very complicated thing. Like we talked about last episode about Kitty and Peter. You no, know, let's not get into that their, again. Their age difference, and we we looked at the breakdown of actual time versus comic book time. Um, but we can also look at that with all the movies. We can look at that through, you know, I mean, almost every version of any comic book, you're going to have an age, some some sort of continuity discrepancy. Sure. And if we, as comic book readers, can't learn to accept that and learn to deal with that, then, you know... Maybe comic books just aren't for you, you know. I I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> That's all I got, guys. <laughs> Thanks. I'll talk to you next week. Bye. Okay, that is it, yes. Yeah, Harvey. He's uh, wait real quick. I just want to say how uh, impressed I am. Yeah, that he was able to form that complex thought in his. No, I current mean, state. That's it's a whole deeper issue, but I think the aging thing does absolutely touch onto it. Continuity. The, I mean, we the freak g- out about it because we've been trained, or not yeah. even trained. We've been beaten into accepting it, and then we've been beaten into ignoring it when we have to. And this aging is part of that. Well, okay. Definitely. So to Harvey's point, like I love continuity. I love it. I, I, well, I continuity. Continuity is something that really enriches. The idea of a shared universe, Absolutely. in my opinion. Absolutely. Right? The idea that, like, Batman and Superman have had these adventures, and they reference them years later. Right. Uh, or, like, how I get pissed off when, like, a god farts on New York, and, you know, Daredevil doesn't notice it in his book. I mean, like, hey, like, what the hell? That's pretty big news. Well, he is blind, you know. <laughs> he can but, smell stuff. <laughs> um, but something that I, I kind of softened on as I got older, and I used to be, like, really angry, not, not angry. They're comic books, but I used to get really irritated when (laughs) I used to cut myself when they would like contradict their own stories, you know, but like Harvey said, continuity can be a great thing, but it also can't be like a crutch. You can't, yeah, you have to, you have to be able to break from it if it serves the story. Well, and we also have to be able to wipe dumb shit away. Right. And just say, no, that didn't happen. Right. And, and you know, Marvel has been really good at, like, kind of doing, like, these kind of soft resets of things. Like, yeah. they've they've never really had, like, a crisis moment, you know? Outside uh, of Heroes Reborn, I guess. Well, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, the regular Marvel Universe still existed, though. Right. Uh, but... Um, you know, they just kind of slightly massage things so that they make more sense in sure. current day. Like, Tony Stark was not in Vietnam researching landmines or whatever the yeah. fuck it was in the original story. Like, it was like, now he was in Afghanistan during the Gulf War. Yeah, same with Frank. I mean, right. like, the Punisher, we had, to, we had to slightly move up and whatnot. The Punisher is a character that I'd be totally fine if they said he was a Vietnam veteran. Uh, uh, we're getting kind of old now. Pretty old. So he's in his late 70s Yeah, now? you're right, you're right, you're right. I mean, I guess in the 80s and 90s it would have been fine. Yeah, he kind of has to be Afghanistan. But, like, Reed and Ben were not... World War II veterans, you know, right. that you just can't have it. Right. Um, but other characters still are. Steve is, obviously. Sure. Captain America. Well, and when Wolverine. it makes sense for characters that have a built-in right. reason to get around the ravages of time, then that's fine. Yeah. Uh, like the JSA, when they brought back the JSA in the 90s, 
they they came up with a whole like mystical reason why they're not like as old as they should be. Right. And then they did it again in Zero Hour, where the surviving members of the JSA got slightly de-aged. <laughs> so <laughs> like even though they should have been in their 80s, they were more like dudes in their late 50s. Yeah. Not so bad. Yeah. It was like a it was a movie with. Uh, Jack Nicholson and uh, John Travolta and uh, Roadhogs. It was like Roadhogs. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't it was think like Jack Nicholson was in Roadhogs. Hogs. I think Roadhogs. Tim Allen. I think you're. Yeah, Tim Allen. Of. I'm confusing. Everybody confuses Tim Allen with Jack Tim Nicholson. Tim Allen with Jack Nicholson. Yes, one is an Oscar award winner and the other is a fucking rat. He ratted his bros out to stay out of prison. Did you know that? Tim Allen ratted a bunch of people out. Cocaine, baby. That's your guy. He's also a right-wing Republican asshole. Yeah, he's a shithead. He can go to hell. But he's a rat, first and foremost. Okay, snitches get stitches. That's right, baby. The phone line is still open, by the way. We're just sitting here sort of rambling. I feel like we're on a really good discussion of this, though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I agree. These characters have to be allowed to evolve. And every time that the company's, like, knee-jerk reset them right. because they've got to, like, match the movies or whatever. Right. Then it kind of does a disservice to the Batman to the is fans. is one very interesting thing, and we briefly touched on it. I'll get back to it. We got a call coming, but I do want to talk about Batman for a second. Thank you for calling THN Cover to Cover Caller. Who it is? Hey, nerds! Uh, resident Aquaman superfan Patrick. Patrick Cavanaugh. Hello. How are you today, sir? And what would you like to rap about? Uh, I'm doing pretty good, thank you. Uh, I would like to address the question of the week uh, regarding. Uh, ages or lack of aging of characters. Okay. Um, my stance is that I don't give a shit. Uh, the Marvel universe, DC universe can be in a time capsule for all I care. They stay the same age forever. Just keep pumping out good stories. Uh, there's going to be evolution of characters through like, you know, events and things like that, but I don't care about them not aging. So specifically, like, what about when you get into a situation where, like, a character has younger sidekicks and stuff like that, you know, and they, I mean, you're okay with just, like, nope, frozen in time, changes with the decade, perhaps, you know, and it's slightly updated for the day, but the character is the character. Uh, I, I, I revert to my previous statement in that I don't give a shit. Okay. Like, it's, 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 they're comic books. There's this thing called uh, suspension of disbelief, yes. right? Of We're reading comics. We're reading crazy superhero things. Uh, if, if it makes the story better, if it makes the characters persist. So, yeah, Robin grows up into Nightwing. Batman didn't age. Eh, I can deal with it if, if the result is fun stories that I like to read. Okay, but is it weird? Specifically Batman. You brought Batman up, and I want to talk about this. Is it specifically weird? I have a feeling that his answer will be that similar Batman to his first has answers. had four sidekicks in the last five years, one of which is Dick Grayson and Nightwing. I think they got rid of the five-year timeline, but but still, yeah, still, that timeline is but, pretty bizarre. Yeah, did it make for fun stories and cool characters? Yes, yes I agree. I'm okay with it. Okay, fair enough. He doesn't give a shit. I mean, yeah, I don't give a shit. They're <laughs> they're comics. Like, who cares? Whatever they need to do to keep the fun rolling, then just do it. You know, it, there, there, there comes, you know, some characters ha are, are more problematic than others. Like you mentioned Punisher, right? right. He was in Vietnam. I know he was in the Gulf. No, it, like, 
Well, I mean, keep pushing it back. At some point, make up some war that he was in. If there's, I mean, sure. there's going to be another one at some point that they can move it to. But I if it doesn't, wait. Just <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Now, Marvel's really banking on uh, some uh, some global problems, so they can just update Punisher's timeline. Oh yeah, next week uh, when Trump attacks North Korea to distract us from the payouts to Stormy Daniels. Yeah, that'll be great. <laughs> right, Marvel's behind all of it. Okay, actually. okay, okay. But what? But what about? But what about when Aquaman gets his hook hand replaced with a water hand and then a regular hand? Like, am I supposed to buy that bullshit? Why wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm just trying to get a rise no, out of you. I thought, admit, you. I thought maybe you'd have a reaction. Gotta to admit that. that was bullshit, right? How did you feel at no, the time? It's comics. Who cares? Is it? You know what I see? I want to see Aquaman come back with one hook hand, one water hand. Into it. Don't care. <laughs> and two peg legs. <laughs> see, see around this has nothing to do. <laughs> yeah, two, and two water legs. That's fine. It this has nothing to do with aging. They can still, you know, make changes to a character. Uh, update them and you know eventually revert them back what's going to happen I want him to have but they can feet. still have character evolution without aging <laughs> yeah like he, yeah. his feet get cut off and he like talks to two fish that become his feet and he, like, <laughs> <laughs> and he walks around on two fish sure, and he yeah. makes like farty squish noises that are like, <laughs> what's that parasite that becomes like the, a tongue yeah, of some other tongue it's just, fish, I mean yeah, it's yeah. just like that yeah exactly um yeah, I mean, I'm. It's I'm, all nonsense anyway. It's Who cares? True. Like I'm it's with you, Patrick. With like in in my old in my aged state, I have come around to the fact that like anything they do is going to be fleeting at best. Sure. And whatever nonsense happens to Peter Parker, it's going to go back to the way it was eventually. Of course. And there's no point in fussing over it, especially if the stories are a fun time. Yep. That's that's all that matters to me. Is it, are they fun? That's fair. That's yep. totally fair. Patrick, thank you for your I don't give a shit nihilist point of view. <laughs> hey, anytime. He, he, he believes in nothing. <laughs> All right, brother. We'll talk to you soon. Take it easy. Bye, Patrick. That is a very good point. Yeah. At some at some point you have to say, whatever, man. Yeah. It's it's a comic book. I don't care. Let's have a good time. And keep in mind, these are characters that fly. These are characters that heal. Sure, these yeah, are characters exactly. that can talk in space. You right. Know? <laughs> Thanks for calling THN Cover to Cover to Caller. Who dis? Hey, guys. It's Frank from New York. How you doing? Frank. Hey. Doing all right, What's up, Frank? Frank? Have you ever called us before, Frank? Yeah, I've called a bunch of times. I'm up in, uh, yeah, I, I've called like a bunch of times. I just haven't called in a couple of weeks. Okay, so okay. You don't remember me. I That's remember okay. the voice now. It's not that. It's not that, Frank. <laughs> it's that we can't remember what we did yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on a lot of drugs, yeah, Frank, I, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. <laughs> what do you want to rap so, about? <laughs> Um, you know, we wanted to talk about the, uh, the answer of the week. Let's do I, it. You know, like to me, when I was, when I was growing up, so yeah, I, I always had that question too. It's like, how come the big characters don't age? And my dad who read Superman comic books to me as a kid would say, well, you know, it does, they don't age because the comic books happen like one after the other. So like one year in comic books, is like maybe a month month's time in, you know, real world. Right. And, you know, and I was like, and I, I accepted that and I'm like, oh, okay, that's a good explanation. So you could read a year's worth of comics and be like, oh, it really only was like, you two know, weeks a couple something. of weeks, yeah. two yeah. weeks, two weeks or something. And, you know, and then, and then as, I got, as I got older, I was like, well, you know, these characters are not aging, but, you know, I still kind of subscribe to the whole, all right, well, you know, time moves differently in this universe, in the, in the comic book world and, and stuff like that. But then as you reach a point where you're in your, I don't know, let's say mid-20s to 30s, and you're just like, you know what? 
this is I, I got to agree with the last the last call. You know, like it, it is. It's it is, it's it's funny nonsense. Yes, and you're just you, you know you're just enjoying it. You're just along for the ride. Right. I don't I don't care that like this one's not getting older. That one's not getting older. One of the things I do like about like them not aging is that you can pick up a comic book, you know, in nineteen from nineteen eighty five, and then pick up another comic book from two thousand and five, and you know the characters haven't changed much if they if they're still kind of the same character. Well, a well-executed one, yes, definitely. I right. agree. Like, you could right. go back and look at, like, some old John Byrne Fantastic Four and then pick up Fantastic Four today and be like, yeah, that's, that's the FF. Right. I mean, I mean, right. the I spirit mean, is still it's, there. Uh, it's more like the, uh, the style... The storytelling style has evolved, yes, more so than the characters, right? That's when you, right, when you look exactly. at com- when you compare comics from different ages. Like if you look at a golden age comic versus a modern comic, you're <laughs> of, like, of course, we've come a long right. way, it's baby. Right, <laughs> definitely, yeah. Where Lois Lane is constantly trying to like take a crap on Superman for some reason, <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> she keeps jumping. Yeah, she keeps jumping right. off buildings, hoping that she can, you know, <laughs> yeah. catch him. But one of the things I really love is when they actually take those characters and they like uh, they fast forward 20 years in the future. And then you see what, what their life is like 20 years later. Because right. it really doesn't matter what it's like just in that moment. Because it's like they're, they're characters, they're heroes. Like how long can you – look at – like I'll, I'll use wrestling for an, for an example. Okay, granted these guys are not you know, superheroes. But these guys are massively huge human beings who abuse their bodies. Yes. On a, on, a, on a weekly or daily basis, these guys are falling apart by the time they're in their 30s. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, did you, you know, watch Crown Jewel recently? Which I morally find disgusting. But, like, they keep trotting out The Undertaker. And there's supposed to be this okay. legend of The Undertaker, right? I mean, and he right, is absolutely right. a superhero. He, they have built <laughs> that right. character into a full-on fictional idea. Well, now right. The Undertaker is getting pretty fucking old. And he can't yeah. do it like he used to. And he just doesn't look as scary as he used to. So, right. I mean, like, when it comes to real life like that, I think that really boils it down to a point where you have to say, okay, you shouldn't be doing it anymore. Be a presence, by all means. Be a presence. I, I, right. I would love the Undertaker to show up, be scary every once in a while, say a couple things and leave. But, I mean, like, guys like Kurt Angle, he can still wrestle and he can still kind of do the job. And they're being smart right. about that. But Kurt Angle's also just a guy. Kurt Angle right. isn't the then, Undertaker, you know. Yeah, and then you look at look at something like Batman Beyond. Like first ep- first episode that movie pilot of Batman Beyond. Yeah, go back into the comic books where you had Bruce Wayne in his maybe forties or early fifties having a heart attack. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and and he's like, I can't do this anymore. And he's you know, and and he really he hangs it up. Yeah, you know? and so you, like and he was saw, great. Like, he was great. Even, right, right. Even the beginning of the Dark Knight, uh, the. Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns, right. where like yeah. we see an older Bruce. He's probably late 40s, 50s, and he gets his ass kicked by some thugs right. in an alley. And he's like, if I'm 20 years younger, I would have taken these guys yeah. apart. You know, I mean, right. it's now. OK, real quick. Your opinion of that Bruce Wayne. Is that the Bruce Wayne of the 1960s and 50s? Is that Golden Age Batman or, or, or uh, Silver Age Batman? I don't so, think so. I, the, dark, I, the Dark Knight Batman? Yeah, Dark Knight. Is he Silver Age Batman, or is he like Batman from 1985, 20 years in the future? See, you know, I think like, I, I think it is supposed to be like a direct shot at Silver Age Batman, basically saying, like, yeah. You know, like I was this like happy swinging bat guy, you know, back in the day, right? And right. and now I have to become this different character. It was also a shot at just comics, period. 
Like Frank Miller yeah, was no, telling sure, a very sure. meta story there where this, if this character wants to continue to survive and be viable, not just as a guy that beats people up, but as an idea yeah. of Batman, then he has to get darker. He has to get, right. he has to get nastier right. because this is where comics was going at the time. And I don't yeah, know that, that Frank Miller took us down the toilet after that, unfortunately. But <laughs> yeah, I've heard, you know, because because what's funny is I've heard the I've had this exact same conversation with a friend of mine. Who, he he absolutely credit, credits um, Frank Miller's Dark Knight with like sort of sort of the downturn in comics and making comics just I just like fair. super dark. Yeah, I mean, it, it was no, it totally it is. was Dark Knight, uh, Dark Knight Returns, and Watchmen yeah. launched the same year. And right. they were, they are considered responsible for setting the trend for like grim and gritty. No, that is not to say that they, that is their fault. And no, I mean, people, right. no, people enjoy that stuff that, I mean, like those two books are incredible and without them, we don't have a lot of wonderful storytelling. Yeah. We, without Watchmen, we don't have doomsday clock, but you got to keep in mind oh, at yeah. any point, pick any <laughs> year since comics came out. 99.9% .9 of what is on the stands is garbage. It's garbage, yeah. and you've got to dig through, and you've got to find the good stuff, and that's what we're trying to do here. That was the good yeah, stuff. No, exactly. People tried to mimic it, and we got a bunch of really bad shit, like Night Stalkers, for example. Hey, listen. <laughs> right. Night Stalkers doesn't have anything to do. Full circle. So I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to leave you guys with a with a paraphrase from Sean Howe's book, uh, was it the, the Untold History of Marvel Comics? Excellent book. If you've book. been around... Yeah, I love that book, but yeah. you know, one, one of my favorite lines in that book, at the end, he says, if you've been around long enough... You've you've actually seen the cycle of comics go by at least two or three times. Oh yep. yeah, yeah, you know? exactly. So Without a doubt. you know, it, 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 that's that's the thing. It's like it's a cycle. You just got to stick with it. But with that, guys, I will bid you adieu. You have a great day. Thanks for the show. Thanks, and Frank. We'll, uh, great call, man. Thank you. That was excellent. Oh, no problem. Thank you. You have a good one. All right. <laughs> Take it easy, bud. You too. Bye bye. All right. We've already kind of answered our questions. Yeah, uh, Jim uh, Kettner's trying to get through. Oh, boom. Ringers on. Uh, the Jim Kettner line is open. <laughs> it's a Kettner only line. So, like Art Bell over here, like, east of the Rockies. But yeah, we're not. I don't think we need to go too deep into our answers. No, here. we I already answered. Let's talk to we Jim already for a minute, and then question. we will set up uh, the next question. Uh, Patrick. <laughs> Uh, Patrick brings up an excellent point uh, regarding uh, the way Frank's dad explained how comic book time works. It's like, no, man, it's 365 days in a year. Think about how stressful your life would be <laughs> if every <laughs> issue was a day. <laughs> oh, which one is him? There's two calls coming in. There's a 914 and a 508. Which one is him? I don't know. Thank you for calling THN cover to cover. I had a 50-50 shot. Caller, who dis? <laughs> What's up, guys? It's Kettner. Okay, Got you. all right. Somebody else was calling in at the exact same yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know who it was. Please leave a message if you're calling in, though. Please leave a message. We will play it, I promise. Let's get into your answer. We, we've been setting you up all show, so we even got your oh, comic sitting here so everybody can see it on the table. It's ridiculous. I should prop it up. And I keep watching right. Joe's rough touch as he says his hands on it and shit, and it's driving me insane. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, this is a work uh, of this is a work of, of personal you, passion. You it's a not a touch. I'm it's not a collectible. I, I lost those. Look, look, guys, I lost those teeth. Okay, that really happened. <laughs> I fought for this, and I fought my way out of that ziggurat after you were kind enough to interview me. And the journey back was just as harrowing as as getting there. Um, so yeah, so I, I'm I'm sort of curious what other listeners have have made of this question so far. It's 
everybody's been pretty cool and understanding for the most part, but in agreement that like, yeah, there is weirdness, definitely. And you can either care about it and freak out and go down the rabbit hole and end up in comics gate or, or you can say, fuck it. You know, like it is what it is. Yeah. You know, like Patrick Cavanaugh called in the middle ago and he's like, I truly don't care. I just don't care. As long as the stories are good. As long as the stories are good. Um, and I, yes, wish, I, I wish I could say that. I do care a little bit. The the general consensus, though, has been like, we prefer if these characters are allowed to evolve and change. Yes. And if that means some of them age, mm-hmm. then that's fine. Um, and also, like, there are some characters where, yeah, we agree that, like, some characters should kind of like stay in Moon a time Boy. capsule. Yeah. Right. Uh, Jared Savitas brought up Moon Boy. Right. Like, you don't want, you don't want to see Moon Man. I don't want to see Old Man Moon Boy. <laughs> old, old Man, no one, old man no Moon Boy coming that. soon from, to Marvel Comics. <laughs> old Man Moon Boy. Uh, you know what? That's a, fresh, that's a fresh pitch. You guys could take that to Marvel right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, the old, I mean, everyone loves that old man shit. Which I know. Is, you know, <sighs> totally why it's doing Adult Crush. Uh, but, um, no, no, no. Okay, so no, I'm I'm sort of with you, Matt. In the I care, I care a bit. Like I, right. I wanted to. I I also want characters to be able to evolve and change. But then there's the you can't have them get to you can't let them grow too much because yes. you have to like always bring it back to basics, right? So you know, and like I was sort of saying, like you know, Bruce Wayne's always going to be Batman, but yes. we have all these Robins. So how how old is a good like adventuring Batman? I think that Batman could be between 40 and 45 in the mainstream DC universe. Yeah. And that is fine. I think, so. I, I, agree. Like that. I think he's wearing a suit that assists him and holds everything in and it's bulletproof and stuff. He, I mean, he's like not quite Iron Man, but basically, you know, no nah, man, I, I getting like a little help yeah, here and there. I, I like the idea that like whenever they show Batman, like peeling himself out of the suit and right. you see that his back's covered in scars yeah. You know, like totally, this totally. guy, this drop. is a human yeah. man. He's not wearing a high tech suit of armor. Yes, his suit's more than just cloth. You well, know, that's it's, like Nolan's Batman three. You know, like in Dark Knight Rises, it was all about like you are too old to do this. Your body yeah. is broken. Like, yeah, I mean, like your knees are destroyed. Yeah. Your back is ruined. But, you know, like, but, but like, but, but, speak, but speaking as a as like a, like as a forty year old, like it's like I think that Batman could be forty and be like. I look at those American Ninja Warrior guys and some of those guys yeah, yeah. are in their, their 40s and like, they're yeah. great. I right? go, so, so and like we, that works. We were just but talking like, about wrestlers. Then, like, There's wrestlers in their late 30s and 40s that are just getting good at what they do, you know? So right, yeah, right, right, Batman right. could so, totally but, but do like, this. But, like, but, like, but then a character like Spider-Man, right? And then they, they ran into, this is a problem why the, the marriage had to be reset, right? It's because him being married like made him seem old, right? Like it's like, right. oh, he's married to the kid. We can't have that for Spider-Man. And while I think that Lots of characters could have that plot line. Spider-Man can't because so much of the core of his character is about him being young. Right. But he's not in high school. He's not in college. They've let him grow up a little bit. But, like, Spider-Man shouldn't be over 30. Like, oh, that's, sure. like that's, like, my line in the sand. So it's, it's, it's this kind of thing. It's, like, where if certain characters have a sort of cap on where they, they have to stop aging, that will then, relative to those characters, the other characters that exist in the same universe you kind of have to like guesstimate their ages. You know what right. I mean? Like, okay. So if, if Peter Parker's 28, like, you know, has all the problems of a kid, but like, you know, that's, or, you know, can, can make getting old jokes in like the chips that are run. But sure. you know, like when you're in your like twenties and you're not a teenager, you feel old. Right. So that like sort of, that sort of works relative. 
but yeah, I think I, I made a, a more elaborate post in the forums where I was trying to figure out the Marvel ages relative to Spider-Man, right? Right. Spider-Man is the same. Spider-Man is the same age as Iceman and Johnny Storm. So how, so, old, how old is Daredevil? This, 30s. Daredevil's got to be in his in his mid thirties. Mid thirties. Daredevil's in his mid thirties. Okay, Tony yeah. Stark. Dare, Tony Stark is same age as Daredevil. See, You're now Tony. Now Tony Stark is a character that I could totally see them saying that, like, yeah, he's as old as Robert Downey Jr. Right. He's I in can, his fifties. Yeah, I can see because he wears a armor. suit of armor. Right. Yeah. It's not. It's not dependent on like his his I, totally. physical abilities. I think. I, I think that they could, if they wanted to let him age, they could. And the right. movies have sort of proven out that it's like they'll accept an older Iron Man. But like, I'm, I'm, I'm just guessing like mainstream Marvel. Yeah, as he is now in the comics, I would right. say he's probably like in, his in the 30s, comics. Yeah. Like in his, like, but maybe, maybe late 30s, like whatever. Like he, he could definitely be older. Like Reed Richards is in his 40s. Absolutely. Reed Richards yeah. is like 45. Yeah. You know? But Reed like, Richards also like, like doesn't have to eat food and has no innards, so it doesn't really matter, you know. He is, um, a, he is a limber older old old man. He yeah, can, he can touch his toes. You totally. know, right? Uh, he can, he can, it's so. like these characters that have like um, very impressive day jobs, right? Like Hal Jordan was a test pilot, right? Which means he yeah. had to have had an Air Force career, right? And then yep. he went back to the Air Force. Yeah. So don't tell me that Hal Jordan is like 25, okay? Yeah. I don't buy it. This is the problem right. with, with like on Titans with, you know, Dick Grayson. Yeah, like, he's, okay. a, he's a police detective so you were at age Robin. 23. Yeah. Then you went to, you became a cop, you know, so you went through school, became a cop, you were on the beat for a while, uh -huh. now you're a detective. Like he should he should be just getting out of the police academy. Yeah, totally. Right, I mean, right, right. right. That's, uh, I, I haven't seen that show, but I think that that is wild. That is, that is <laughs> yeah. bananas uh, to have like, Especially if they're trying to have it be the Teen Titans, but that is right. Well, so especially the, when the actor looks like he is two years older than the fourteen-year-old girl he's protecting. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, like. Um, <laughs> oh, but then you have like, uh, like you brought up Daredevil. Daredevil and She-Hulk. They're lawyers, right? Which means they went to they're law school. Eight years of law school. Right. Right. So they're at they're least in their thirties. In their thirties, right. they've got to be. Yeah. Got to be. They've 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 got to be in their thirties. He was but district then, attorney. That's yeah. That he was right. district attorney yeah. for a little bit. So he's been around. So so. So here, what, what I think the, what the problem that happens with characters like the Robins and with Kitty Pride is because all the writers want the, the young characters they get introduced as the young characters. They want them to grow up. Right. Yeah. But then that, that's what creates the problem is, is, is sort of, I think that certain writers in the, main, in the mainline universes kind of have to like temper themselves with how far they'll let certain characters, the newer, new, more newly introduced characters grow in age because that's going to fuck up the original characters that are always going to have to remain in that right. active right. prime age position, you know, be that like 27 or 45, whatever, whatever it is. But like, you know, you can't push it that too far, much, much further than Batman being in his early forties. Yeah. So like, so Damien has to stay like, like if you keep Damien around, he's got to stay like a little kid, you know, like, well, if you want to have like, okay, I would argue you no. Have, I would argue that Damien. Damien, Damien let him finish his thought. Go ahead, Kit. I was gonna say like, if you, if you want to have like Dick and you know Tim and Damien, like, and their ages have to be sort of relative to each other, like, yeah, Damien can't get 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 much older. You right. know, like, like you you can't have Damien aging to Nightwing because then Batman's in his fifth in his right. fifty. Jason, you know? Jason like, has yeah. to be younger than Dick. Tim has to be younger than Jason, right. and Damien has to be younger right. than Tim. The good news with Damien, though, right. is when they brought him in, he was like 11. 
So I'm also saying, he like, was grown oh, in a tube. Yeah, and like, and you could say <laughs> like, okay, he's fourteen now, you know, or something, or he's fifteen now. Yeah, you know, but I wouldn't I go. Think, I, think, I wouldn't I think get any farther than that. You are definitely yeah, pushing. Like he, like, once he's old enough to like, yeah, you're, once he hits puberty, the uh, Joker know. better kill him. Yeah, right. <laughs> he, 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 that Robin, uh, with this many Robins, Damien should never be able to drive. So I agree. Like, I kind of agree. Yeah. R- r- like, r- like he has to say a Robin, like a little kid like that. So they're stuck because they have so many. And then the X-Men have a similar thing where Kitty Pryde's the classic character that came in as the, oh, I'm 13, 14, and I'm the new, the new one, right? And now she's but then like how many generations of 28, like, probably. Yeah, like, so, right. Well, I would say that she has to be, like, a bit younger than Spider-Man and Iceman. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah, she's 25. probably in, like, so, early 20s. 25. 23. 25, yeah. Kitty, Kitty, Kitty mid-20s, right? Like, yeah. Uh, so, so then it's really, like, it's like, okay, so we'll, we'll accept, like, a young teacher in her mid-20s that she can be Professor Kitty, right? I, I had young teachers when I was in high school. Sure. But the, uh, but then... Okay, it's like all the new X Men or like the Young Avengers, right? Like they they keep introducing new generations. Yeah, yeah. They keep introducing new generations. So like, so it's kind of like okay, so the new mutants like is Cannon, like Cannonball, and those guys are or Quentin Choir and right. whatever mutants come after them. Like they have to basically just be like months apart, you know? Like as the yeah. timeline. Yeah, it is a problem. Whenever you introduce right. these new characters, they are trapped. Yeah. They're trapped so, like, by the older characters. We we know that you get Franklin. Is that like yeah, Franklin. Yeah, you, we, get, you get Franklin. We know that <laughs> the original New Mutants, they were probably not all the same age, and they were probably older than when Kitty came in. Already. They were the I they mean, were the same age as Kitty. I would say yeah. they, they were. I, I think they're the same age as Kitty. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, I always thought of them around that. Like I don't think Cannonball was like thirteen when he came into this. So I mean, the, the thing about the the thing about the Xavier School is that you know it, we can't really think of it as like a traditional school where like okay, right. you're in first yeah. you're in first grade, right. you're seven years old. You know, it's like well, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. that first class of X Men, they were not all the same age. Right. Bobby was younger than the rest right. of them. Wolverine was an adult. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um, so, <laughs> but well, Wolverine, Wolverine was three hundred. Wolverine, hey, Wolverine, Wolverine was. I think he was. I think Logan was sixteen, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Fresh-faced yeah. young oh, Canadian yeah. boy. So when they introduced, <laughs> when they introduced like the second, uh, the second new class, or when they when they reopened the school back up as a traditional school, and they took mm-hmm. on students like Quentin Choir and and the Grant Morrison kids and. Uh, yeah. uh, Academy X or whatever that stuff was called back in the day. Yeah. Um, they would have had. They would have to be younger. They'd have to yeah. be teenagers. Quentin Choir is a teenager, probably forever. Fourteen, fifteen. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is a conundrum, uh, Jim. It is. It's wild. So it's just. It just gets in that that weird thing of like letting them grow, but don't grow too much. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so so like a character like like Miles Morales should always be a decade younger than Peter Parker. Yeah. He's the younger I think Spider-Man. So. He has to. Mm-hmm. He has to. Yeah. So we, the so oldest really we can ever like, see Miles Morales is probably 16 or 17. Top. But you know, like readers and writers, they they've always had this fascination with like, let's see what our characters look like in the future. Right. They did it in the 60s mm-hmm. and 70s at DC where they would do um uh, the Super Sons, mm-hmm. the the uh, Superman and Batman's kids growing up to become the next generation Superman and Batman. Um, but you know, they were just, yeah. they called them imaginary stories. Right. And like, right. we can have those stories. Give me, give me a, a flash forward future story where Quentin Quire, uh, grows up to become an Avenger. No, 
No. No, I'm no. talking about it's like a what if. No. You know no. what I'm saying. He's a West Coast Avenger right now. Right. He's, a, he's, he's on the West Coast Avengers and right I don't, now. And I hate it. Okay. No, you do not. It's great. <laughs> the book is fine. I just that's, Oh, that, no. that, that book is pretty fun. Matt, it's Matt is pretty fun. I, think that book is pretty I don't like Quentin Choir there. There's so many other characters Matt, you can have there. Matt is too rooted in his uh, traditionalist ways of certain characters only belonging he in certain areas. He's an X Man, sir, and he stays in that X box. All right. <laughs> Jim, we have got to get out of here. We're going way over time. This call, oh, this right. question took us down this, this, a serious rabbit hole. <laughs> it, was, oh, it was a really fun discussion. It was great. Though. We it had a lot of good totally calls. Great. And I know. Sorry, it's, not sorry, guys. It's been <laughs> so long since we've talked to you, too. So it feels good just to catch yeah, up no, again. It's, you know. Yeah, it's good to good to, good to chat. It's, yeah, um, and <laughs> yeah, no, totally good, totally good. Uh, no, thank you, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. Uh, I I could go on and on but i will i will let you guys get out of the ziggurat i know <laughs> i know how musty gets in there oh it's it disgusting is disgusting yeah, right now stinks <laughs> all right jimmy we'll talk to you later brother thanks jim yeah take it easy guys bye Whew. uh so just to wrap up this discussion before we relaunch the new question uh patrick says no one tells damien what he can and can't do it's true damien has proven that and you can't get any truer than that no he ain't gonna listen before we get out of here let's set up our new question of the week joe patrick mm This week's question comes from Joe Benkis, a.k.a. Casual Comics Guy on the forums. Love that dude. Which Father of Casual Comics Kid. Yes, Father of Casual Comics Kid. All Ks. No. (laughs) Which comics character at this point is just coasting on their reputation? We can talk big two Marvel and DC or indie comics that still ride an ever-slowing wave of fandom. For example... Why do we keep? Why do we still keep talking about a Spawn movie? Oh man, see that was my that was my instant answer. When was the last time Spawn Spawn was relevant? Who cares about Spawn? (laughs) You could also ask why are people so mad that the Vision series from Chelsea Kane got canceled? You could argue that the Vision is not a thing that Marvel should keep trying to shove down people's throats. However, argument there. Side note. Side note. Joe does not subscribe to that philosophy he's just using it as a for instance right. uh and if you take that position he will knife fight you okay gotcha so, big vision big vision fan um then uh he ends with something that i had to look up because i'm old uh so what is the comics equivalent of stop trying to make fetch happen which is a quote from mean girls somebody was trying to u- introduce the word fetch into the vernacular and oh, oh, like, oh stop trying to make it a thing stop trying to make it a thing yes no, I totally agree. Like, oh, Anakin, that's so wizard. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. Fuck you. Stop that. <laughs> no. Uh, I, it's a great question. So what character What character uh, keeps getting used, promoted, right. uh, without merit? Let's, like, let's, let's take Spawn. Unearned reputation. Let's take Spawn off the table because we all agree. Spawn Look, is man, the ultimate. You say these absolutes, but there's a reason that book's still going. No. Some people love Spawn. Who? Who? I have yet to. I can't find anyone. If you love Spawn, call the show. The internet for years If you now. like Spawn, who is still please call the show. Spawn? Who is excited about that movie? 8194894. I want to hear your defense. Jamie Foxx is excited, sir. Jamie Foxx, that's who's excited. <sighs> Give me a goddamn break. He's excited for a paycheck. All right, we got to get out of here. <laughs> we will see you next week, same time, same THN channel, 1130 to 1230 Central Time, 402-819-4894. That is your phone number. 
You can also send us an MP3 to twoheadednerd at gmail.com. Leave us a message at any time, guys. Maybe you heard something today you want to yell about. Maybe something happens this week you want to yell about. Call us. We want to hear from Maybe you. Maybe you ate a really good burrito Maybe and we... you want us to know all about yeah, it. Yeah, sure. Whatever. Maybe we're just completely wrong and you want to call us and tell us we're stupid. We need to hear from you. We're trapped in our own little bubble here. So this is us asking you for content so we don't have to talk the whole goddamn time. But right now, it's the Two-Headed Nerd signing off. Bye-bye, boo. 